there, folks. My name is Emily. And I'm Elle. And we are Oh My Word, a podcast where we discuss movies, musicals, books, TV shows, etc., and share with you the content so that you can be a more informed consumer of media. Exactly. And then you're like, well, I wish I had an easy guide to help me in this being more informed consumer. And guess what? We have one. It's called our pro-clutching scale. And it's violence, language, romance on a scale of zero to four. Zero being no pearls were clutched in the viewing or reading of this content. And four being all the pearls were clutched during the viewing or reading or consuming of this content. We, we have a breakdown of like what's considered a zero, a one, a two, three, four. Right. Part of our highly scientific research that we've done for it. And you can find this highly scientific research on our Instagram page. Yes. In our highlights. We got all, everything's, we finally, finally got everything albumed. Well, most things albumed. But we're catching up. At Oh My Word Podcast. So follow us. On Instagram, not in person. Right. You'd have a hard time following us in person because we have a lot of protocols in place to avoid stalkers because and people. we've had issues in the past. Yeah. And just people generally. That's true. Yeah. We were forward thinkers in having our own basement bunker, which a lot of people tell us is not usual, but that's the point is that we are unusual Yes. And history was made by unusual thinkers or something like that. That was beautiful. <laughs> we should stencil that into the wall somewhere. That's a highly motivating. Well said. They're very original. There is that a segue? That's sort of that's almost a segue. I don't know. Can you segue it? This is yeah. this is your thing. Being original in a world where you're not an original and you're just kind of a prototype. Oh. Right? Okay, very well done. Absolutely. This is why Elta's the writer and I'm the peanut butter and jelly sandwich maker. You know, we all have our roles in life and it's important to recognize our own strengths and weaknesses and embrace our strengths and not get hung up on our weaknesses. So you know what? I'm not really good at segues. It's not my thing. But Elta is. So I applaud her for what she's really good at and she appreciates when I bring her good food. Um, also just to clarify, when Emily said we all have our roles in life, Emily took it literally as a role, and that's why she grabbed peanut butter and jelly. I've tried to explain to her that there's different ways of spelling role, but she, it's, it's not clicking in her brain. So we're just going to take this. Oh, like, a like a circle, like I could ro- do a somersault? Right, see, so this is, that's why I just, there's a certain point I was, I just moved past it and just took advantage of the food being made. So, do you want to continue with that segue into what we're talking about today? <laughs> Taking advantage of things, we're going back to the original. <laughs> yeah. So, we're talking today about a film that actually just came out a couple months ago. Not even that long ago. It's called Free Guy. Not to be confused with Free Willy, okay? It's called Free Guy, which... Did anybody realize that calling something Free Willy would not translate well into the English, British English language? Probably not. That was a very inappropriate <laughs> joke that I just slid in there. Back to wow, Free Guy. we need to give this episode a cup of pearl clutching rating. <laughs> we need to Yeah, exactly. So Free Guy is Guy. We have Guy. His name is Guy because that's how important a character he was. His name was just Guy. And he, is, he lives in, um, in a game. He's, he's part of a game. And he lives this perfect, perfect life, right? Every Everything about his life is so perfect, so perfect. And everything, every day he gets the same coffee. He goes to the same job. The same thing happens, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he's got his best friend, his best everything. Now, according to this film, because it's a Hollywood film, the only thing he's missing in his life is love. And he just wants to find the perfect someone and that his whole life will be complete. We're not really sure why from, because part of this is all about uh, an AI becoming like sentient and, you know, oh, it's his own, 
you know, he became his own person now. We created an AI that became their own person. It's like, oh, look, so we created an AI that the only thing that's missing is love. So it's like, well, you just created a person, but like a computer generated person. You can say that's what a robot is. But the point is, why should a robot have to have love? And that's you know, whatever. That's a whole other discussion about people and robots. Anyways, one day he's the girl of his dreams and she's totally, she is so cool and she is so much everything. And uh, he finally finds out that he's actually part of a simulation. And not just is he only part of a game, but he's not even like a character. He's not a main character in the game. He's just the side character in the game. Our pearl clutching ratings are violence is a two, language is a four, because even though there's not all the F-bombs, but they had to just put it in there for some because reason. Because they can. Because they so can. they decided they could. Yeah. Because the rest of the film, okay, and then romance is a two. There is a lot of, um, especially with the, there's some kissing in it and so, you know other references in it. Now, the violence is a two because it's it's not specifically gory in the sense that because so much of the violence occurs in this video game world, so part of it is a little bit, I guess say kind of over the top or kind of like the way, you know, if you're playing like an arcade and the way you saw the violence that someone could just pick someone up and like slam them back and right. forth, <laughs> you know, which is not really realistic for, you know, unless you're watching WWE wrestling or something like that, but <laughs> it's, not, it's not specifically realistic violence, but it is still violent. And specifically part of this game is for whatever reason, you have the people who are actually the players of the game get to go in and totally, like, just bring hell onto this simula- simulated, like, city. That, like, oh, these are all these fake characters, so we're going to rob a bank, and that gives us points. And we're going to steal this, and that gives us points. Right. And we're going to shoot this up, and that gives us points. And even though it's a video game, as we see it in the movie, it's not video game, like, computer animated violence it's real people doing the violence right you know like it's real actors so that also is a little bit different it's not like it's a it's a cartoon and they're like oh there are the people with the glasses and then there's us people that's how the video game characters see it the people with the glasses are the actual gamers who are you know they come in that's their avatar comes in and they're i don't know why the avatar has to wear glasses in the game universe especially because the people playing the game are not wearing glasses that is actually never explained i just realized that right now because what they did is they actually got gamers to kind of, you know, as the games are being played, they'll have, like, gamers kind of comment on it. This is going on, that's going on, you know, because that's what people do. They stream games and they comment on it and people watch them, whatever. But the people who are doing that don't have to wear glasses to play the game, do they? I don't think they do. No, I guess maybe that's just, like, sunglasses are sort of like, you know how sunglasses are cool? Snoopy puts on sunglasses and he's Joe Cool, right? So yeah, I don't maybe know. Maybe that's just... That's how they know who the other gamers are because those are the ones yeah. with the glasses. But it's not explained why in that universe. Oh, the only way your avatar can see what's going on, like see the points adding up or see that this is a target right. is wearing the glasses. But you designed the video game. It didn't have to be designed that way. It could have been, it could have been, obviously it could have, so yeah, for the, okay, so it stars uh, Ryan Reynolds in it. So for the Ryan Reynolds character, the guy character, he has an easy thing of saying, like, oh, the glasses people, they're the cool people. And then he gets a pair of glasses and he realizes, like, wait, this life I've been living is very different than what I thought it was, you know? And all of a sudden he can engage in the game once he gets the glasses. But, again, the people playing the game don't have to wear glasses. This is an epiphany. We just had an epiphany moment right now. This is uh, when people give us a hard time for thinking too deeply about things. This is what they're referring to. <laughs> we have detected a logical flaw, however. Yes. However. See, that's it. There's nothing more to say after that. <laughs> well, so the whole thing also is that this whole uh, video game, because what's going on in the real world is that there was a guy and a girl that designed coding for some sort of game, which actually sounds kind of boring, 
it's like we yeah, live in, right yeah we live in perfect land it's like but what do you do in perfect land like and the characters are supposed to live their own lives like it sounds like you don't even direct it's not like the sims or something where i think you know you sort of make your characters lives it sounds like they're creating this ai world where the characters would just naturally evolve so you could watch it so it's like okay so then i'll watch a movie i'm not just gonna watch some not real person go through if i want to watch someone live their life i'll go get a pair of binoculars and look in someone's (laughs) window i don't want to watch a fake person yeah thanks creep yeah well (laughs) oh we may have just hinted of something to come but who knows but back to look we just dropped an easter egg in one of our own episodes but more important going back to this whole thing that's right the original coding for the game it's almost like, okay, this whole, it's really not good. All this like, oh, do a bank robbery and blow things up. And that's what gets you stuff. But at the same time, like nothing was going on. And that's part of what the thing is that they got bought over or, or their stuff was stolen slash, slash this, slash that. You know, and they kind of rewrote over the coding, whatever, this whole thing's going on. It's like, but your original idea was not like a good idea. And even though, okay, spoiler, it kind of returns to it at the end. But it's like, why would people want to watch this? It's almost like a fish tank, but in with gaming characters right you know like the gaming characters will just because they're ai they're not taking on their own life and they're living in this simulated world and we're all just gonna watch them eat ice cream that's like having a fish tank yeah the truth is this movie is a vehicle for ryan reynolds to be ryan reynolds and ryan reynolds is very good at being ryan reynolds and so it's fun and it's funny and it's like relatively unserious and relatively unwoke and unpreachy, which is pretty good for a movie these days. It's hard to get. They have a few things that were kind of annoying, but it was pretty minimal. But the like the premise. I mean, I I cared about the two characters getting their video game back because it was wrong that this guy stole it from them. You know, stole their coding. But I didn't actually care about the video game itself. It sounded really boring, and I didn't care about the romance in it either because it didn't really feel necessary it was not needed it was so formulaic like oh because every story has to have a romance right and like no it doesn't <laughs> yeah i mean it, it you know it sort of hinted out that they're flirty but it didn't but the story worked without it it wasn't yeah it, it, whatever it was it just wasn't really necessary to further the plot or for character growth or anything in particular they use it a little bit like the one time when he forgets everything because they reset the game and, like, she reminds him of everything somehow magically with a kiss, which is, like, kind of a Sleeping Beauty moment, I guess, of, like, woke him up with a kiss. But there there were other ways that that could have happened. Yeah, if they had wanted it to be something else, they would have figured out something else. But they did. They wanted it to be romance. So this fake kiss in a video game universe right. fixed everything. Right. It's just, a, it's really just, if for a fun, mindless film, you know, it's, yes. it's an installment. But... If you start thinking about it too much, you realize that there's a lot that doesn't make sense. Like, if this isn't a real, uh, if it's just a video game, why do we have to see, this someone else pointed out, actually. Like, you see the Ryan Reynolds character, the guy character, wakes up every day and, like, goes through his morning routine. Like, why does he have a morning routine if that has nothing to do with the video game? That kind of stuff is not, like, you need it for the film, but it's never explained as far as the video game goes. There's other parts of it that just, that don't make sense. Like, somehow these characters in the video game live full lives, but they're still just background characters. But from their perspective, I guess maybe that's where that AI thing comes in. Like, it's this overlapping of the two video games. So there's the one video game where they would just be everyday 
they would just be at the bank, you know, there, there wouldn't be a before or after, it would just be that moment when the bank robbers come in. But because there's also this AI, then they have a little bit of real life thrown in where they can kind of relate to each other, they can kind of relate to life, but they're still stuck in doing the same pattern over and over. And then they do have, you know, sometimes when you have celebrity cameos, it's kind of lame or whatever, but you do have... You see also, like, they have one of the gamers who's supposed to be, like, the the stereotypical kind of big, fat, white guy who lives at home with his mom, blah, blah, blah. And then his avatar is Channing Tatum. And right. Then, so, like, when guy, this guy shows up, because for some reason, Guy becomes popular by doing good stuff, which, I mean, if you're playing um, Grand Theft Auto and all of a sudden one of the characters starts, like, stopping the fest, I don't think people would be happy about that. Because <laughs> I kind of, I like... We understand what the messaging of the film is. It's like, you know, don't just be a background character. Don't just let your life go and, like, it's bad to do violence. But people are not playing Grand Theft Auto to help old ladies cross the street. That also is never really explored or, like, should we have violent video games or not? But so you have that, uh, the Channing Tatum character when he meets the guy, the guy guy who becomes famous for <laughs> doing nice things. And all, he goes all fanboy on him. Cause even though he's this, like, super cool guy, he's got all these cars and his mountain hideaway. You know, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my goodness, you're a guy. Hey, can you dance me? Hey, can you whatever? So can you kill me? Yeah, right. So that's kind of humorous when you have moments like that. Yeah, it's it's really just for mindless fun, I guess. No, you're right. They they could almost touch on certain topics like a violent video game and good in that, and then these kids playing it and adults and you know what does it mean that this character is doing good? But they don't. But also that's fine because that's not really what the movie is about. It's just supposed to be funny. And it mostly was, except I know we already talked about the language and they dropped the one F-bomb in there because it's rated PG-13, which means they can. And if they can, they do, which I think is stupid. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you have to. But I could almost forgive that. But they use the S word so many times. I'm a fully functioning adult. I have a job. I have friends. I go out to places. I stay at home. I go through my entire day. I go through my life saying stuff. It's very easy to say stuff instead of the S word. And there are so many times in the movie when the characters say the S word when stuff or things or even, I don't really like the word crap either, but even that is not as bad and could suffice. But instead they say the S word. Some people curse so much that I wonder if they even realize the fact those words are being thrown in. Like, I notice it, you notice it, because we don't talk that way. But some people do talk that way. They will say the S word instead of stuff, that it might not even be jarring. But it's so jarring. And for a movie that's for that's PG-13, it's really not necessary. There's so many other ways of phrasing things. And so much of the cursing felt... Like, last week we talked about whiplash. Right. right? Whiplash is overflowing with curse words. But sometimes it works. First of all, that's an R-rated film. It's meant for adults. But also sometimes for certain characters, it's annoying, but it works. But it was so not necessary. None of the characters in this movie needed to curse even once. And the fact that it happened so many times in places where it wasn't necessary, to me, was more jarring than the one F-bomb. Because again, when you're dealing with the simulated universe, it could be anything. Well, that's what it shows you also. They do this all the time that 
Could we kind of spoke about this also with the AR when we spoke about it all the way back with Illuminae, I think, and uh, mm-hmm. there's another AR that we spoke about it. Like, they always show that somehow AI just becomes human. And I don't know why we think that that is the natural course, because the only way that would be the natural course is if we put, is because we keep putting human character traits into things. So, like, why is it a thing to turn a machine into a human? You know, there's a whole thing now about, like, oh, People are going to be merging with machines and whatever the whole thing. So it's like also going in that direction. So we want to turn humans into machines, but we turn we want to turn machines into humans. But we have machines, we have humans. Let machines be machines and humans be humans. Like I don't understand why it's, why if you're creating this also if you're creating a simulated world, it could be anything, and it's not going to have anything that you don't put into it. Right. So that's part of it also. Like you. I don't know, but you know, so that's the thing. You can't think too hard. You can't think too much with this, but that's kind of, that's also the point of if you need something mindless right now, so here's something that's mindless. But if you're spending your time on something, do you want to be spending your time on something that's mindless that, that didn't actually right. explore human machine, machine, human thing, you know, didn't, didn't explore it just kind of, it's like little, uh, magnet, you know, uh, free refrigerator magnet kind of lesson to it of don't be a background <laughs> character and then. Now we'll just have fun and, you know, we'll, we'll unleash Ryan Reynolds now to just be himself. So right. it also depends, you know, on what you want. So if, if it's something, if you're looking for something that's actually going to make you think a little bit without having to overanalyze because the thought is there without the over, you know, without the, all the over, over analysis of it. So let's see. Well, so here you have it, but I don't know. It was just, it was just like fun, I guess. Yeah, it's fun. And I guess that's why we're here, right? We share the content and then. You guys get to decide if it's worth your time or not. That's what we're here for. That's that's like pretty much that and promoting clean content is literally our raison d'être. So we did it. <laughs> Yay for us. Yeah, good for us. Yeah, <laughs> figured it out. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. We're going to go stencil that beautiful refrigerator magnet type wisdom that Alt said earlier as soon as I can remember what it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And we'll see you next time. Yes, cheers, peoples. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Oh My Word Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you always get the latest episode. And please leave us a rating and a review. And please share the show with your friends. Also, follow us on Instagram at Oh My Word Podcast. There we post episode updates, our ratings for each book, and also our personal reading recommendations. Music for the show is by Tim Burke. Editor is Emily Yaffe. We'll see you next week.